I've clocked this about myself. I might read a tweet and I don't, I haven't got a minute to form an opinion yet. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, is it bad? Is it good? Then I see so many people like, terrible. Like, okay. And I just, does that happen to you? No, no, I you really know, I'm not sure. But I know what you mean, though. Where I'm like, oh, I don't think it's oh, the fact that this has got so many retweets. Like, my mind's going 100 miles per hour. Like, 100 million likes. Oh my God. That means something rad. Is it, is it bad? And they're like, how dare they? Do they know that they've broken the rights of the indigenous in, <laughs> in Asia? And I'm like, oh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's true. That is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, literally, might even retweet. And the thing is, by the time I've seen five people saying terrible, I'm like, yeah. I might even write one myself. To be alive. Good morning. Top of the morning. So, you guys don't know, but we haven't recorded in a long time. Like a really long time. It's been like almost a month. Yeah, like, like three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks. So it feels very strange to be back. Very strange. It's been a tumultuous three weeks as well. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> Do you know what? In every single way, it has. It's been a mad three weeks. Yeah. I don't even know if we should get into some of the madness. Um. Our live show, yeah, guys. <laughs> We're doing everything in our power yeah. to get this oh. live show to you. Yeah. <laughs> but woo! It's, it's the not devil easy. trying. Yeah. It is. Mad Like the hiccups we've had are mad On the night Don't worry We'll, we'll go into the details <laughs> Of what, what it took To get all of you in that room Yeah But my lords I'm shook I'm actually shook Yeah At how difficult and weird And crazy it's been Do you know what it is as well It's like What is so hard is, like, Why I mean? is it so hard Give me a room Give me a yeah. mic And we were done <laughs> Come on But goodness yeah. me It's very we'll difficult We'll try But yeah, yeah. We're gonna trust me. We'll share the story on the night. Yeah, I'm still very excited. Yes, despite all the trials and tribulations. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. How, how have you been since we last recorded? <laughs> Why are you Back not saying that? How are you? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh! Right, what's happened since I last recorded? At ten thirty. Woo! And I can't believe it. <laughs> I feel like I'm still in a stage where it's like people have to ask me how old I am for me to say, oh, I'm 30, by the way. Right. Okay. Because I just feel like, no, no, I'm not. Yeah. Like, it takes a minute for your mind to process and accept. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, I'm 30. It's like I have, I'm trying to convince myself that I'm 30. Mm. But, um, eh, just whatever. <laughs> it's actually whatever. Um, went to Mexico. Mexico was great. Um, I was incredibly sick on my actual birthday. So, so that, sad. That was tragic. Yeah. That was actually tragic. Um, yeah, fucking food poisoning. It's just crazy how it gets you every, every time. time. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it. So I've had it three times in like the past, I'll say, I don't know, 10 to 12 months. But this one was, I think it was by far the worst. Really? Yeah, by far the worst. Was it coming out of both ends? Out of my pens, out of my nose. No. It came out of my nose. Sick came out of my nose. Oh. <laughs> and most of the, the vomiting that I was doing, actually, no, tell a lie. 
I think most of the vomiting was back at the hotel, but most of the vomiting that I was doing was actually in a public toilet. Oh, just so I feel like everyone could just and you know the queue was so long to go in the toilet, and I'm there like, <laughs> and I felt so bad because the cleaner went in after me, and I feel like, yeah. oh, sorry, yeah, what can you what can do? I do? It was so bad. I felt really, really um, sorry for myself. Yeah. I would say. Um, Food poisoning is torture Yeah On your birthday On my birthday That's nuts I was literally in bed by like 8 um, Still being sick Ugh. Um, Yeah so it was a little bit shit um, But a holiday really picked up I think towards the end Nice Which was great Yeah um, Tulum is very expensive Tulum is If you go I think take about three credit cards with you. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Like everything's just so expensive. Tulum is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But it was amazing. I think I could definitely do a part two. Maybe alone. No, that sounds much shady. Not alone. Maybe alone. Maybe, no, no. Maybe about the horrible company that I had. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, sometimes we were discussing this yesterday when you're on holiday, but you need, sometimes you kind of, you need those like, Moments, yeah, where there's stillness, it's just you, just you, you and can you can appreciate your environment, yeah, you're really connecting with yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe obviously because I was sick for a couple of days or whatever, maybe like I would have got those moments if I wasn't so sick, yeah, but um, yeah, no, it was great, it was really, really good. Good, got back to work last week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing here? This since Christmas, my brain has just not accepted that we, I work, yeah. Like it's tragic. My brain feels that like I'm not supposed to work. No, it's really hard. Do you know what I've been getting as well? I don't know if I well, I'll just share it. Really itchy bum hole. Like in the night. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I thought because I haven't been eating too healthy at the moment. So you know when you're growing up and your mum's like, What well, you got worms? Yeah. And I'm like, have I got, worms? got worms? But in the night. Fresh in the bum. Fresh in the bum. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have rush in the bomb. Because that sounds But it's so bit... strange. It's not every night. It's just some random night. It's like an itchy bum. And I'm like, I want to so sleep. Random. So what, how do you scratch your bum hole? <laughs> I just like scrunch some tissue and I like, keep itching. <laughs> I can't do it my, my hands. No, it's true. Yeah. Even I wouldn't put it past me. But no, I actually don't do it with my hands. <laughs> um... <laughs> your bare fingers scratching no, no. your bum hole. That <laughs> sounds so disgusting. I've got a really itchy bum. I tore my nipple this morning. Did you? How? Oh, in the bath. Tore it. You know, I've got a nipple piercing, so... Yeah, naughty, naughty. <laughs> I've got... Yeah, anyway. I was... my I use a net scrubber and it got caught on my nipple and I yanked it. Ooh. And that happens to me, like, you know, fairly often. Oh my God, no, I don't but like today, it. as I was showering... Sorry. I'm not sure. As I was showering, oh. I just heard, like, droplets and I was like, what? And I looked down, there's blood in the bath and I was like, I literally touched my fanny, like, Sorry, my period <laughs> But the blood was so fresh oh. I was like Can't be my period And yeah It was my nipple My nipple was dripping Literally dripping in blood That's awful Yeah I'm really um Funny about nipples as well so yeah. I feel like You've kind of traumatized me a bit Same I mean <laughs> It's one of my worst nightmares Like anyone with a nipple person Always has that moment of like yeah. Imagine it Imagine you yanked it too hard Because it happens to me often Where I yank it But you catch yourself Early enough to not actually injure yourself. And I always think, oh God, imagine I proper went for it that yeah. time. And to, this morning was that time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I kind of see nipples as the equivalent of like eyes. Like, like as fragile. Like, yeah, as fragile. Yeah. Fragile, yeah. They are, they are. So I'm just like nipple piercing. Like, <laughs> so my nipples would be bleeding and it was fresh drop. Like I literally had in the bath and oh I thought, God. what on earth is that? My blood from my nipple, that's what it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that. 
Thanks. It's Sorry about still that. Still a bit sore. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm fine. I'm mentally exhausted today. Like my brain is moving at like three miles per hour when okay. usually it moves at like thirty. Okay, <laughs> so I'm at ten percent capacity. Okay. Um, other than that, oh my, good. I went to Barcelona. Oh, you went away as well. Week. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel very rested, which was unfortunate. I planned. I had hoped. To come back feeling like mm. Zen. Now I ease back into my organized and happy life, and I have, it hasn't been that. Mm. It's been a lot of thinking, a lot of um, undone things on my to do list. But yeah, like you were saying, like I wish I just missed that moment of like Zen. Yeah, connecting yeah. myself properly. Do you think we're at this age, or it's like the point this point of our life? Because I did think that actually, like, am I just well rested enough in my life to even get to the point where I'm like. Because I was describing it as like an orgasm. Like I'm fully orgasming because I'm like really at peace. Or are we at kind of a point maybe in our personal lives or just an age where it's like there's always something going on? No, I don't think it's anything to do with age. Really? Because like, like in Barcelona, I had moments. I was like, mm. oh, get in there. Okay. And if, 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 if I allowed that, whatever it was that nurtured that feeling mm. for me, so, oh, sorry, if I nurtured whatever it was that was creating that feeling for mm. me, I feel like I could have fully busted up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's age. I think it's yeah. just time. For me, yeah. I was in Barcelona for five days. It's like, not enough, is it's it? It's not enough. And also, also, it's like, yeah, I don't even like two-week holidays. I, I'm a long-term traveler. That's why... I, oh, you don't like I, two weeks? I don't. Okay. I yeah. miss this, like, I stay in the place for mm. a month at a time, two months at a time. That's when I really... Yeah. Really get to enjoy and connect with myself. That's true because you know you're always on a time limit. Like, that's two why weeks, you're even like let me just soak limit. it up quickly yeah. because it's gonna go. And it's kind of I don't know. Why I keep comparing it to sex, but it kind of feels like your vibrator is gonna run out of battery, and it's like let me quickly not because it's <laughs> gonna die really out on the mind. <laughs> I think well, I'm boy. roasted. <laughs> I think you're roasting as well. Like I had bread for breakfast. You know what that reminds me of? The softness of the clitoris. <laughs> like a pillow. <laughs> do you know what's so funny? Last night I actually did have a do you know what's having sex? Yeah, I think I'm really horny. I think you must be. Wow. I mean, well, there it is, yeah. You must be. Well, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> but um <laughs> well, yeah. Ah, yeah, I think I'm horny. But yeah, oh. no, I know what you mean about like when you're on holiday, you feel like time is just it's kind of against, it's always against you because once you get there, this is it. It's like how many days have I got? How many days have I got left? Oh no, I can't waste a day on yeah. the beach doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, even in Barcelona, like I was gymming in the morning, but I was as soon as I woke up, it was the clock thinking, oh, another another hour's passed. If I don't go gym now, that means I'm not going to be showered and starting my day properly until two. Oh, and that's yeah. too late. Like, oh, I need long term <sighs> travel. I appreciated the moments that I had. Mm-hmm. Where I did get that like Zenish feeling, but I, in the past maybe week, it has been really solidified with me through several conversations that I've had with people, just conversations with myself that mm-hmm. I need to go away long term again. Yeah, yeah, maybe you like do. A, I've a couple never of experienced months. it, but I can only imagine because I've had moments like Zen moments within like holidays I've had for like ten days, yeah. so a month or two, a month or two, and it's amazing because heaven. What what sometimes starts to Counteract the zen and the joy mm. Is when you remember life Like your life back at home And you're yeah. like Oh shit Work I've left all that stuff When you're there for like two months You do work So you get yeah, the best true. of both It's like I'm up to date with my life yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm just at peace in general Because I've got time to connect with myself too Yeah So you don't miss anything oh You're just gosh. comfortable And 
It's just, yeah, it's really nice. That's really very nice. true, actually. Because I think there was two nights where I had a little bit of an anxious sleep about work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I'm going back. Yeah. It's the complete opposite. Fuck you bang hell. out work in the morning, then you're like, now the day's yeah. mine. Yeah, fuck you know, for real. Anyway, <laughs> get it, 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 this is technically, technically a good thing that we're discussing. Like, yeah. we've had nice trips. You know, we didn't fully orgasm on the trip. Unfortunately. But for me, it's definitely made me realize that I'm ready to squirt. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. I'm ready. I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's coming next. I'll be squirting. squirting. I'm going to plan my life so that I can squirt. <laughs> what the fuck? I actually have a confession. What? I have one too. I recently discovered that I can squirt. Ooh. Have I told you this? You told me. So you told me after the pod one time. But that, that was your first time. Is this a common I, occurrence now? It, now it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm concerned that it won't stop. Wow. It's just something's unlocked. Lovely. No, it's not good. Now it's a burden. Because I'm like, fuck you know. Like, <laughs> imagine just like every minute. It's, it's not convenient. Yeah, I just feel like in terms of like squirting, my concern has always been like mess. Like, do you put a towel down? And that's that's the stress. That I have recently Does it hit discovered. the walls? Because <sighs> in, <laughs> in porn, like, it literally squirts everywhere. And I'm like, is that realistic? So I had a conversation with my friend about this. Because obviously, since I've discovered this about myself, <laughs> I'm doing all of the investigations. I've been Googling loads. I spent Fuck, so you love a Google. I love a Google. I'm a sponge. I'm learn everything. <laughs> um, and she was saying that it depends on, like, the time for her. Like, sometimes it's like, other times it's just like, because I was like, I was literally like, am I just pissing? Yeah, sometimes like, you don't know. Am I actually just, I've adjusted my mind to accept that I piss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wetting piss myself. Yourself. Am I wetting myself? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. No, yeah, it's different for everyone. And at different times, it can go different distances. Okay. Like that. Um, I love that. So, yeah. Ooh. Celibacy is going very well. <laughs> do you know what? It did cross my mind. I thought, let me not be a pagan and bring that up. But I thought, <laughs> no, but it's just self-pleasure though. And it's no, different. All of this happened before the celibacy thing. I'm just sharing it now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I've taken my time to reveal my secrets, but okay. It, yeah, all this happened before. <laughs> so celibacy still okay. It's fine. Good. Yeah. I'm. I am in a different place mentally about it though. But <laughs> as in, your, is is it becoming difficult or? It's more like I guess you're gonna be challenged, aren't you? Yeah, I'm more feeling like, do I actually want to do this? <laughs> I'm kind of there at the moment. Like, okay. do I do I care to do this? Oh, Was I okay. just having an ick with sex, or <laughs> is there something deep within me that's like drawing me to? The, I'm not quite sure which one it is. Do you know what? this is how you know this pod is our safe space because yeah, I'm really you're announcing yeah, and then <laughs> I'm recanting it. But I'm human. So yeah, you're love. human. I'm yeah. actually working through it, and this is our safe. And space. I'm allowing you on the journey with me. What a, what a privilege! <laughs> <laughs> there must be other people Squirts out there who falls. go through. This kind of mental No, absolutely. Absolutely. Even like regardless of like religion, sometimes like you feel like, should I be having sex too early with people? Should I wait? Is it the 90 day rule? Should I just like live my life? Misogyny, misogyny, misogyny. All that jazz. And then sometimes you're like, actually, I just want to get it in. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Really interesting conversation with my sister about sex and misogyny. Did you? Barcelona. I won't get into it too deeply, but we were just talking about how like, uh, you know, women who empower themselves yeah. and say, 
I want to have sex when, as and when I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mentally struggle to like actually truly accept that. Like they feel bad a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I think there's a, a brand of women or breed of women. I don't know what to call them. Um, <laughs> a breed. A breed of, of females. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. There's, there's a type bitches. of woman. Oh, a breed of bitches. Sorry. <laughs> There we go. There we go. <laughs> Finally got there in the end. <laughs> to be the bitches. Who, <laughs> who um, <laughs> really want to be uh, progressive in their feminine in their feminism and yeah. say like I can and have sex whenever I want. Like mentally, I should be able to, but their mind hasn't quite caught up to their own beliefs. Uh, okay. So they have sex. Re- they're really liberal with their sex lives, but they also kind of hate themselves at the same time. But they keep at it because they're like, out of principle and my belief system, yeah. I should be allowed to do this. But because of the way misogyny is set up, it still makes them feel bad because men treat them like shit. Men don't respect them as much. Maybe they don't, they never get a wife. Like they they the the reality of the world really the world makes it is difficult, difficult to align. Like, yeah, yeah, you know their belief system with how they feel. That's true, actually. I think similar in terms of like men who really struggle with their masculinity, mm-hmm. where like they try to be someone, they try to be like the high earner, mm-hmm. high flyer kind of guy, masculine, alpha mm-hmm. male, da, 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 but deep in your soul, you don't feel that way. You don't feel that way. But you're yeah. kind of cosplaying it a little yeah, bit. Like yeah. you're pretending to be something, hoping that, you know, the yeah. world will align to you yeah. acting this way, but then it's not quite it. It's, yeah. a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. And I guess yeah. it might, might not be the best example, but in terms of women as well. That must be incredibly hard because you should be able to. And yeah, that's what we were talking about. Legs it was like do what you want to do. It's 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 such a mindfuck because as a woman in that position, mm. ultimately the best thing for you to do is to um, trust your own, like be kind to yourself. Yeah, and do what is yeah. best for you mentally. Yeah, like, as no matter what your belief system tells you, you should do what you're comfortable with mm-hmm. because you need to be able to sleep at night and not have anxiety and like depression or whatever because of the way the world treats you. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, now we're just fitting into. The, the hole that they want to, yeah. us to be in as women. It's, it's annoying, actually. I think sometimes you have to literally just accept that you're the minority and you will have a gang behind you, but it won't be huge. And you're never going to be the majority. Yeah. I think you can be the face of change, mm. but unfortunately, sometimes the world is just the way it is. And it has a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Even it's I kind stress. of felt that way when I used to do like the body positivity stuff. Like, the world is always going to be against me. No mm. one's ever going to really accept fat people. Yeah. Like, that's just how it works. So it's like, it's tiring always kind of fighting against, I don't know, the majority. But... So would, at what point do you just conform? Basically? Yeah, and just be like, oh, you know what? Let me yeah. just settle down and lose weight. <laughs> be a skinny bitch. And it happens to a lot of people. Most people, mm. like a lot of, even in the body, body positivity space, a lot of people lose weight because it's just easier. Yeah. Event- eventually. I've seen some girls, I won't name any names Same, because we all yeah. know who we're talking about most <laughs> of the time. But like, they, it's body positivity. Then it's like... um what is it called? Miss mid-size. Mm. It's like a mid-size model. And I'm like, babes, you've had surgery. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. just, then you kind of become a thickums, which is actually ideal for a, a whole load of people. Yeah. It's just all yeah, like, yeah. you ain't but doing the body positivity you're stuff. You're still representing what you were before you yeah. started to conform. Yeah. And you have a certain shape that's desirable and all but that again, jazz. You're, you should be allowed. To, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess my thing is like, being really honest about every stage of yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Like, even with the, when I think about uh, feminist, going back to what originally started this conversation, women who are like trying to be sexually liberated, mm. but their mind hasn't quite caught up. It's like, just be honest about that. Yeah. And I think that makes everything a lot easier yeah. for everyone because then it's like, you never come across judgmental. It's also easier for you to to continue to exist in that middle space. Yeah. Because you don't feel like you have to pick left or right. It's just like, 
I am an object of the shit world that I live in. Yeah. So my mind is here, but sometimes I still feel shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, being completely true. transparent about stuff, I think is always, always it's so better. Important. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the people, because usually people who are kind of on these journeys are trying to inspire other people. Yeah. And then the more transparent you are, the more easier it is for everybody 100%. else. 100%. Because then, yeah. then you're kind of encouraging other women to like follow suit. Yeah. But you're not even there. There we go. Like, yeah. so, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'm like I'm a hero <laughs> for being honest with my <laughs> celibacy journey. Celibacy. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> we need more people like me, man. So yeah, just be real. It's right. not. It's not easy because remember, like, sex is actually like it's a good thing. Yeah, as well. Like it's yeah, it's a pleasurable thing as well. Yeah, and so, I never want to. I don't ever want a negative association. With sex. Mm. I, I will. I will never have a neg- negative mm. association with sex. Like I actually think sex is great. As I love God and God made sex, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, yeah. I'm. I don't think I could ever be that far gone. That I attach shame to sex to, mm-hmm. for myself. But I'm still working through. <laughs> I'm still working through where I will land on this decision. Yeah, but yeah. Let's see next week. I'll be like, guys, I sucked dick. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what have I done? It'll be fine. I'll yeah, hold, I'll hold your hand. Thank you. It's all right. Um. Yeah. Talks for. <laughs> we actually didn't even introduce ourselves either. Mm. I'm Fola. And I'm Rukia. It is. It is. And welcome back after a long break for us. Yep. Not you, but for us. <laughs> to episode 59 of Wait, Wait am, am I toxic? 59. I think when we get into the 60s, I'm going to start to feel some type of way. Nah, I'm roasting as fuck. Whoa. I was what? like, wait till we get to 69. <laughs> what? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm coming to church tomorrow. <laughs> What is going on in my brain? Face your demons. And I'm not really like a sexual person like this. I feel like every week we make sexual jokes though. That's our thing. But it's I can't help it this week. Is it giving you funny flowers at the same time? Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, sex. Oh my gosh. It's really sad. What's it's going not on? sad. No, not sad, it's but it's impressive. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna fuck a lamppost. Um, <laughs> wow, it's a roast. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's very strange though. Yeah. Oh no, I have roasted recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Yeah, my sexual thing is very much aligned with how I feel about men or a man. Okay, got you. If I have a good day with a man, I'm like, <laughs> and then if he pisses me off, I'm like, dead inside. <laughs> Literally dead inside. Anyway, the fact that I said Fanny Flowers reminded me of Love Island, and I haven't started watching it. Really sad about that. Don't bother. Whoa, it's boring. What? It's actually been saying the opposite. Who? Oh, I don't believe you though. You're not good with this stuff. No, I am. No, you're not. No, no. It's, it's <laughs> Do you know what? I think I've just got to that age now. I'm like, this is actually boring. The conversations you're having are dead. Oh. The challenges you're doing oh, are the do same Oh, you know what? Mode. It's because you're not on Twitter. Twitter makes Love Island. Okay. If you don't... It's a commentation. You have to do the commentary okay. with it. I would never... Which is why I'm taking so long because I've been back for two days and I still haven't bothered trying because I'm like, I can't just watch it from by myself. I feel uh, like you need the commentary. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I, I am logged into the way on my toxic account that you all should be following. That nobody <laughs> follows. I get so embarrassed. You know, sometimes like I was DMing someone recently about yeah. the pod and they were like, oh my God, is it in your bio? I was like, no, 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 <laughs> don't click that link. <laughs> no, 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 don't go you there. <laughs> you won't take me seriously. You'll think it was some dead podcast that nobody <laughs> listens to. You can't flourish on every app. You can't. We need, I think we need to look at the sort. I'm not going to lie. Oh no, but I won't have an account to breathe oh, from. Maybe we should go private. I know. I accidentally logged out of your account. I don't know. But how do you even pre you like search for people? No, just I think because the algorithm has picked up that I'm black. 
So it I just see black things enough. now. Yeah, because yeah. the whole thing is loads of suggestions now. I get pissed off with my feeds. It's like oh. 1% people I follow and the rest is just oh. things you may like, things you may like. Oh yeah, no, I just, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you would be, yeah, because you've got, we don't follow anyone and we have no followers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> anyway, toxic thoughts, shall we? <laughs> so, the toxic thought reads, I'm a 22-year-old university student and as a black woman, I've only ever dated white people. I'm an artist and I'm constantly surrounded by other white creatives and don't have any POC friends. And cool, and cool creative black types are never the ones that go for me. I love my ethnicity, but is it bad that I've never seriously been with a black person? Uh, our lovely submitter then came back again and said, Hi again, I thought it was important to mention that my mom is mixed race and I grew up middle class. I also never really felt connected to the black community due to my mannerisms and the way I've been brought up. Sometimes it feels like I'm the exceptional black girl amongst my friends or fetishized with the people I date. And I wish I could change that narrative. Um, so for me personally, <laughs> I, like I actually really thought. like this submission. Yeah, I like it as well. I think it's a very, very, very interesting topic of conversation. Um, I have a few alarm bells that go off for me reading it. Not okay. Not to you. Fair. Uh, I think the the first half w- kind of just made me want to say, well, yeah, that kind of just makes sense. You know, you like you grew up in a certain area, mm. you grew up around mostly white people. I still have questions around like how you end up a creative only surrounded by white people. Not gonna lie, in this day and age, but because mm. I, I, there was obviously a time that white people really dominated the creative space. Yeah. Um, and I guess it depends on when you say creative, that's really broad. It depends on what, where exactly you are, like what industry. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like creatives, black creatives are not hard to come by. Mm. But yeah, the alarm bells coming for me with the second part. I don't know if it's like a, just that you've used the wrong word to describe mm. what you mean, but saying things like you have different mannerisms mm. and you are usually considered the exceptional black girl amongst your friends. I'm like, that is sounding kind of fucked up. Sorry, I feel like it's my English poor. Does she mean like exceptional as in good or exceptional as in like separate? Ex- She's the only one. Exceptional as in good, as in like... <gasps> oh, okay. Of all, like, I guess essentially the, her friends are racist and they're like, black okay. people are usually rubbish, but you're an exceptional one. Oh, like, okay. we, we all experienced that at work and stuff like that as well, innit? Where it's like, you're treated She's differently the token. you're the token okay. good black Got one. you. Um, and ma- mannerisms as well. What do you mean? Maybe with the mannerism thing, she means more like maybe her accent and stuff like that, depending on where she's from. That's why I'm like, did you just use the wrong word? Because it might be like, she might be a black girl that's like, I don't know, you know, you get black girls from Essex. It's like, you're right, Han. It's like, yeah, I don't know, kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah. Maybe she means that. Um, so I guess what are, this is going to sound like a devil's advocate kind of question, <laughs> but what are black mannerisms and what are white mm. mannerisms? Interesting. <laughs> I know I know what you mean, but the Do you know what I struggle with like what are black mannerisms? I kind of cuz when when I have met black women who maybe have all white friends, I can kind of tell. So clearly there's a difference. Yeah, it's one of those triggering ones. And that's mm. why I said it's a it's a devil's advocate kind of question because mm. I know what it is kind yeah. of, but I believe that it's a problematic thing because I wouldn't mind if we saw like 
mannerisms as black or white, but mm. and there was nothing attached to that. Mm. And it's just like a colloquialism type thing of like it's in the same way we see slang. It's yeah. like this is just the way we move. This is how we communicate with each other. But it it often feels and and because she's paired it with she's the exceptional black guy. It often feels like black mannerisms, if they yeah. want to be a thing, are the bad mannerisms. Yeah, right? and that's why she's exceptional because she has the white one. So. For me, I'm like, if you as a black person are in an environment where you're surrounded by white people, it's important for you to check that. Mm. Like, really important for you to check that. Even though you grew up around them, you have mannerisms that are similar to them. If you see that your friends respect you because of those mannerisms and because they look down on black quote, yeah. quote, mannerisms, that's that something, something really yeah, something's not there. right. Do you know what? For me, if I'm completely honest, something I just thought of, I think it's about it's more about class than race. So yeah, I think agreed, that yeah. I think when she says when she's speaking about mannerisms, I think she's talking about middle class mannerisms, not white mannerisms. And I think maybe because mm, she's not okay. around, because maybe yeah. she's not around a lot of like black people, maybe she's around her, like, other middle class white people. She thinks that's equal. Like white means middle class, and maybe she, blackness. She's not around black middle class people to know that it's not a black and white thing. It's just a class. Thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. even like I've experienced. We went to like Mosbourne, the first academy, and like the UK, and blah blah blah. And I've had people say to me, and I think I speak as like I'm not good at speaking, but people mm. people have referred to me as a coconut before, mm. and I'm like, whoa, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> like you're right, darling. Like in a lot of white spaces, I feel uncomfortable yeah, because of the way yeah. that I speak. Yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe for her, it's yeah. I think it's more. There's more of concern about class than race. But I think maybe she's just unaware of that. Yeah, that makes of, a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I'm even thinking like, like as we, as I don't know, the middle class, black middle class, like kind of grows. I can even see a difference between a black working class person and a middle class person. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And there's a difference there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, so maybe in terms of mannerisms and stuff, maybe I agree. Yeah. Maybe it's that. I think they can all be compounded, but mm. I guess the biggest differentiator here is probably class. Yeah, because yeah. when you even think of class, like, um, um, what was we discussing recently? I think it was at work, actually. Like, the difference in classes. So, class is very concerned with, like, I don't know, what you eat, how you speak, how, you, like, I don't know, you communicate and stuff. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe she's the token black friend amongst her, her friends because she eats particularly healthy or something like that. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But if I, when I think about this, I feel like, I'm, I'm middle class, right? Technically, mm. we're both middle class. Which is shocking. I'm like, really? <laughs> I guess class, class is made up of a lot of things. It is. Yeah. But could you only, could you ever have only white friends? No, because where I've grown up though. But she but, hasn't grown up. In but like... what would make, if you were to meet a group of white people now. Yeah. And you guys really hit it hit off. What would be the differences for you that would make it difficult to have them as your main friendship group? Would it be your class or would it be your race? I think it's difficult for me because I do genuinely feel like working class still. Um, um obviously race what is makes you feel factor. working class? Um, just still like the way I speak, the things that I eat, the things that I'm interested in, the things that I know. Like, I think the people, like especially at work, people have a wider knowledge than me about certain things, like culture, food. They've traveled more than me, etc. And that's because of class. Class is one of those fuzzy ones for me. It's fuzzy. It doesn't make me not intelligent, but I'm. Yeah I don't know Yeah I, I guess it's different For mm. everyone Yeah It's so subjective But I feel like To me Class 
I, I what, the, the most differentiating factors in class for me are like access to things and okay. education. Yeah. So like you've had a good education. You went to university. Like as much as that sh- probably shouldn't be a factor, you went to university. That's something that's considered mm-hmm. in when we discuss class. I think yeah, whether or not your parents went to university yeah. also plays a role. Yeah. Um, access to certain things that life has to offer, I guess. Benefits. Mm. You are like by the rule book, you are middle class. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you don't feel Shocking. it. Feel like, it. No, I'm not. But that's why mm. I'm like, what have we layered on top of class? To is that is it a class issue that now or is it a race issue? Because you probably are finding it so difficult to accept that you're middle class because you're black. <laughs> yeah, that, that's Not definitely because, a contributing factor yeah. to it. And obviously I grew up in like inner city landing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had free school meals growing up. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's just not a, there's not a generational kind of like history of my family. It's just me so far. Mm. So maybe like my daughter would probably feel middle class because of her parents. It would be easier, yeah. Yeah, but for me, I, there, I still feel like I don't have access to things because of my class. To me, it feels like a proximity to pure Britishness, if I'm honest. Mm. Like, if I think about feeling more comfortable with my child or your child being middle class mm. over you, I just don't see why. It, it would just be that they were born here and, like, have, like, zero connections to mm. any other place. A lot of the trauma yeah. that's attached to being black is, like, further removed. Yeah. It is interesting. It is. I find it interesting. I'm, like I say, a lot of the stuff that I'm saying is like devil's advocate type because I I think there's a lot of stuff that we need to like debunk and and challenge ourselves on when it comes to this class issue because classism is inherently racist. No, it is. It <laughs> so is. It's like you kind of can't even separate yeah, yeah, the two. Yeah. And it's even classist because even when you are <laughs> actually I'm bed trying shit, I'm like, is that true? But yeah. like even if you are middle class, you can still be shone upon because. You're not middle class enough. Yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm middle class. My colleague might might look at me and think, no, she's not. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's 100%. actually not. I'm sure there were some people in, in my workspace that would probably laugh at me yeah. because I was like, I'm middle class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. Like, really? There's so much attached to it. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we've completely we derailed have. the conversation. But I find the class thing very interesting. Mm. Um, I think in this situation, I I don't think it is wrong. Like, if we look at, if you wrote this on a piece of paper, so is it bad that this person grew up around only white people and they've only dated white people? How can I say yes? No, yeah. it's not bad. Like, it just makes sense. Yeah. But that's why I'm picking at these words that you've used because I'm like, this stuff is making me feel like you, there is something pretty bad that's gone on here That's that goes beyond just circumstances. Mm. And even if it is kind of purely circumstantial, You've got a privilege that it sounds like maybe is nice for you of like yeah. people thinking that you're the special one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wish I could like understand and talk to her a little bit more around what it is that she means when she says that they she they don't really go for her and she grew up. She said that black creatives don't really like her or something like that. Oh, okay. Do you know what? But maybe do you know it's it's similar to how. Maybe us as black women feel a little bit invisible to white people because we're not around them. Mm. So for her, like maybe she feels like black people don't go for her because she's too white. Yeah. Possibly. Okay. Okay. Um, and I don't know, she might feel invisible to black men in general. Who knows? But maybe it's that. Sometimes it's a comfortability thing. Cause for me, like I literally feel like even mixed race guys, I feel like they don't look at me. I'm invisible to mm. them. So maybe when something's in your head, 
probably gonna most likely to act out in your, exactly in your reality. Yeah. Um, and also because of she only she only has white friends or whatever, so you're probably majority majority in white, white spaces. spaces. Yeah. yeah. So that's why no black people are going for you because you're not around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Similar for me, like black white men have never probably approached us for because we're not even around white yeah, people. Yeah, we're not. I, I don't ever. go to white space. I remember, I've been moved to by white people before, and I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> why? <laughs> Do you see me? Yeah, I'm like. Are you sure it was me you wanted to talk to? And I, sometimes I look around and I'm like, was it a dare? Yeah, it was it. Like maybe like a, a lad's dare. <laughs> they're, they're doing me over, I've doing one over on that me. Before. I proper wonder. But yeah, I'm never in white spaces. So yeah. white men might absolutely love me. But what you know what? When I first read this toxic thought, the thing that was most interesting to me that I wanted to think about that I didn't and wanted to talk about was like, why should she care? Like, is why is it important for her? Okay, like circumstances of men that she dates white men because she's always around white mm-hmm. men. Like, why why should she actively seek black men? Do you know what? I think maybe sometimes, like, um, we spoke about this once before. I think sometimes when you're black middle class, sometimes you feel like detached from your blackness, I guess. Mm-hmm. So maybe her, like, growing up in like a, a predominantly white area, maybe she feels a sense of guilt. It's like, am I leaving a huge part of me? Aside, like, am I that truly being myself? And I think for a lot of people who kind of grew up in those areas with majority white people, they spend the whole life trying to conform to whiteness. Yeah, um, maybe she just feels like she's having a bit of an identity crisis. I think that makes or something a lot of like sense. that. But I, I just, I think it's kind of important to differentiate between like, I think people do this a lot when it comes mm-hmm. to identity. They go to the things that it is easiest to latch onto. So like, when people, mm-hmm. black people, feel removed from identity, they will be like, oh, I listen to hip hop. Yeah, hip hop, yeah. hip hop. I love I used to rap. I love Jolof. Yeah. You just grasp onto random things. I was like, this represents black men. Nah. And and this is a to me, this feels like another one of those. It's like, yeah. I date black men. I swear, I've had sex with five. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be that. Yeah, that's not identity. That's that's a completely separate conversation to me. Mm. So that's why I'm like specifically like, why is it that anyone should have to date? Anyone of any particular race yeah. like, and If there are problematic things That make you not want to date your race mm-hmm. Then of course you must address yeah. that But if that's not where you're coming from yeah. And you are actually fine with black people You like them, you find them attractive Circumstances have meant that you only date That race mm. If you have issues with your identity Deal with that yeah. separately And maybe she does Because she's younger as well, isn't that she? That makes sense Yeah, too. she's probably at an age of like Exploring a little bit Yeah um, I think it's fantastic And something everyone should do Is to, to seek culture And like I, yeah. every, Most of the things I'm saying here yeah, Is like devil's advocate Because mm. I personally Am actively passionate About like My blackness mm. And also like Being in love with a black person But I'm equally As like I guess Passionate about people Having choice I don't yeah, like yeah, people yeah. You should live in date, guilt as well Living in guilt yeah. Like for dating And have been in a biracial couple I think that is insane Like you should not Have to do that Yeah So That's what I'm saying All these other things removed All of the reasons That maybe she should You know Question herself Like there's an actual issue With her blackness And mm. how she views black people The privileged stuff With her friends That's That needs to be checked Yeah that definitely Needs to 100%. be checked as well but All of that removed Like you don't have to date. Yeah, you don't a black have man. to. Maybe even thinking about her like family dynamic of her dad being black as well. So maybe she sees like black love in her household 
and maybe wants to replicate that as well but mm. it's just not quite happening yeah but yeah, i just think it i think it's fine um i do kind of get when you're at a young age and you start to explore yourself and it's mm. like maybe i should like, i've definitely felt the way like maybe i should be more in touch with my black side like yeah. feel like i'm neglecting part of myself and as you get older you kind of don't really care you know yeah <laughs> and i think like i said like i think that's really good mm. like, genuinely because i do think culture is important mm. I don't think you should do it by force, yeah. but sorry, uh, sorry to cut you off. When I mean I don't care, I think I'm just more comfortable with who I am now. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. like I'm like, nah, whatever, black, whatever. But I'm like more like, oh, okay, I know that I'm in touch with my culture, but I'm open to other things. Um, yeah, it's funny, it's similar actually. Let me just finish this one point quickly. Oh. I started therapy um, last week. Ooh. This week, woohoo, go yeah, me, go thirty. <laughs> um, and I actually didn't care to have a black therapist. And that was something that was really important to me before. I'm like, I cannot open up to a white person about how I feel. And then now I think because I've kind of like, I don't feel so inferior to white people, kind of explore my identity. I'm like, if you're going to do your job well. That's all it is. Because I don't need you to validate my blackness. Yeah, I don't feel guilty. And I think before I was always like, put money in black people's pockets, black therapists, lives matter and all that. I'm like, yeah. Facts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry, I, it does sound no, mm. I think that's a really good point. It sounds like that's kind of what she's going through. Yeah. I guess like the realization that you've spent all of your life around white people mm. and where you've come from a community that's like quite actively passionate about preserving our culture. Yeah. And we've got so much passion um and like politics attached to our blackness. Mm. So it's naturally gonna feel a little bit weird and guilty when you've yeah. got a big Something as um, concrete as I've literally never been with a black man. That's a really concrete fact. That is shocking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can I completely understand how that could get you to a place of like, I need to question something. <laughs> yeah. But I think you should just question the right things. I don't think you should be questioning like the fact that you've... I think this is a great starting point of like, mm-hmm. it's helped you to realize that, oh, something's going on here. Like, oh, there's so much culture that I've not explored and like that I don't know, but I don't really know black people. Allow it to just be like, Segue into the right conversation Yeah Get to who you're dating A bit later And think more about Like your culture And yourself Like are you happy Do you feel connected to it Um, What kind of house Did you grow up in Like was culture Really yeah. important If Is there something missing If there is What do you think That thing is Is it mm. something That you feel Is is valid That it's actually missing Or is it something That you feel like The world has just made you Feel randomly guilty about Even yeah. though it's fine And the internet Will make you feel guilty sometimes. About everything <laughs> yeah. About everything yeah. Everything Like literally The internet makes me feel Bad about breakfast Like yeah. what I had for breakfast Everything I It's a scary time To live in Because I feel When you're um The sort of person Who's really introspective And focused on self-improvement mm. You can actually Run yourself mad No you do you, you can run because you're never doing anything right, and there is always something to like rally against and argue. Yeah, you're never nothing's ever yeah. perfect ever. Mm. The other day I saw um, so okay, I'm, I, this is gonna sound a bit problematic with me, yeah, but have you seen the thing that everyone's coming for the AI art? No. So basically, you know, I live under a rock. We must have seen everyone was doing that AI art thing. AI art, Art- artificial intelligence. The no. art that everyone was doing that the One picture you're a superhero The next one you're on a mountain And it's different versions of your face Everyone was posting it Oh that 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 creeped me out It was know. so gross Yeah It's very cringe yeah, sorry, to you, sorry to you if you did it But Everybody does it, Yeah I yeah. felt like the Scrooge That <laughs> didn't get involved But I found it weird But anyway Basically This AI art thing Is actually stealing Artists Art Oh And it uses yes. like, A combination of them to create something new So oh it's so interesting Because 
Obviously, I work in tech, so I've been introduced to this from a while ago, and mm. I never, I was literally wrestling my brains. So like, how on earth? Because basically, you can literally put in um, a dog running into the sunset, um, but the sky is space, yeah. and it will draw that for you. And I was like, how the fuck are they doing this? Oh my god! Like, I didn't get it, but it obviously. So the artificial intelligence is. It's actually just intelligence. <laughs> yeah. like it's grabbing snippets of people's art from everywhere based on like keywords and stuff and making a new image. Mm. So it's stealing artists' art. Mm. Anyway, the internet has been uproar about it. But the other day I was looking at, some girl went viral because she was like, oh my God, they stole my art. And <laughs> it was really, it was really obvious that this thing had copied her art. But the way the internet blew <laughs> up, I was like, you lot have never cared about artists a day in your life. People will literally jump on anything. anything. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. I actually, I think it's bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying this to say it's not yeah. that deep. But I was just fascinated because it's like, it's so interesting how you can just um, rally up troops on yeah. the internet for, for a day. Cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, sometimes I've, I've clocked this about myself. I might read a tweet and I don't, I haven't got a minute to form an opinion yet. Yeah. And I'm not sure like, is it bad? Is it good? Then I see so many people like, terrible. I'm like, okay. And I'm just, is that happened to you? No, no I you really know I'm not sure. But I know what you mean though. Where I'm like, oh, I don't think it's, oh, well, the fact that this has got so many retweets, like my mind's going a hundred miles per hour. Like, 100 million likes. Oh my God. That means something rad. Is it, is it bad? And they're like, how dare they? Do they know that they've broken the rights of the indigenous in, in Asia? And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's true. That is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, literally. Might even retweet. And the thing is, by the time I've seen five people saying terrible, I'm like, yeah. I might even write one myself. Oh. But I'm like, it's true. This is a joke. How could you do that? Five minutes ago, I didn't have a clue. Didn't care. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I find it so no, The internet will really internet make you will passionate make you about things. Passionate about anything and like feel terrible about just breathing. Yeah. So, yeah, just it's so important to be really clear and solid away from the internet in your mind of like, is this bad? Am I comfortable with it? Because the internet is still weird about biracial couples. Yeah, they are. Till today. <laughs> yeah. Look at you, mixed race tears. See that? <laughs> see, see what you're doing. My last skin tears. The internet genuinely can still come to people live? that I mix. <laughs> I'm just trying to be me on this climate. Things don't make you feel terrible. Oh everything. gosh, so, no, it definitely will. Yeah, you really have to ask. Do you know, um, I well, if Ada decides to expose me, so you know this guy, he's like, I think he works for Louis Vuitton. He's black and he's like the chief editor. Or yeah, something. I think I know who you're about, yeah. So she posted him recently, and I thought it was a Halifax guy. And I was like, why are you still going? And I thought, if she exposed me, my black card will actually get revoked. You messaged us in Halifax, man. No, I, I told her and I was oh. like, oh, I thought that was a Halifax man. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought, oh, like, I am racist. Man. You are racist. Yeah, I am racist. Oh my God. I am. That's terrible. <laughs> I just profiled You did this to somebody else recently. I do it a lot. Yeah, you're like, he looks like, and I'm like, no, <laughs> it doesn't. I'm very racist. Wow. I can't help it. You grew up around so many white people I now. Know, you can't tell us apart. I really can't. You guys just all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, JK, I'll tell you, I can't tell the difference. No, but sometimes, yeah, I do really racially. Terrible. People. That is absolutely terrible. I do. It's really bad. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of How do I work on that? I'm moving like Prince Harry. You need to it's look at unconscious pictures. Yes, like <laughs> you've got to look at loads of pictures <laughs> of black people. You know, in the therapy, in, <laughs> you know, in the movies when they're doing therapy, yeah, and they hold up a picture of like a, a, a cryptic image and like 
What do you see? Yeah. <laughs> you need to give a criminal. Friend. Criminal. A crook. You know, the jury will be like, he's guilty. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I've seen one of those. <laughs> when they make you ID them, yeah. him. definitely him. Definitely the nigger. <laughs> that would be me. That would actually be you. <laughs> no, it's really bad. I need That's to stop. terrible. I need to stop. That's absolutely terrible. I can't do it you always say you look slack. And I'm like, don't be fucking dust. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do it to me You'll send me a do picture I... Of someone that says This looks like me And I'm like No it doesn't Yeah I need uh, to work on that Alright One for the list At least you're not as bad As her submitter Honestly <laughs> It's true It's true oh. I was thinking I was trying to draw a point From the fact that her mum's mixed race Mm. But I'm not sure if there's anything I have <laughs> to say it. about that. You're about to force it. Maybe she like because of her mom, like one of her parents, the parents are like white. Maybe she's more open to dating white people because of that. No, I think she's her mom's mixed race and her dad is black. No, um, that's kind of what I would be surprised if her mom's mixed race and her dad no, is white. No, her grandparents she... on the mom for the mom's side. Okay, maybe she's more exposed to like interracial love, so she's more like, oh, it's in my family. So, but I'm fully dragging that. Ignore, yeah. Scrap what I said. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I think ultimately, yeah, that stuff is always going to play a role because, yeah, naturally, if you have one mixed race parent, it's going to be easier to be with someone who's white because yeah. you see it in your family. And it's some possible. people, like, I think some, like, my mum has done it, and I think maybe some mixed race people actually advocate for, like, interracial dating as well. Mm. Like, my mum genuinely feels like interracial dating is good. And like we should all love each other, kind of thing. And I think it's so. Valid. Maybe her mom has been like, "My parents are mixed, yeah. therefore there's nothing wrong." But I guess maybe with that. Yeah, I guess mm. that would be justification for like I date white and black men because it's like well, yeah. yeah, that's good. But yeah, to say yeah. never, yeah, is like yeah. I think you should. I do think it's. I do always. Think it's funny because I feel like should I encourage this? <laughs> my experiences. Of, I feel like you should date black men. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> then I'm like. A principle, <laughs> basically going back to what we said in the intro of like when your mind is not a match up with your feelings because it, technically you should date black men, but girl, run for your run. Life. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. It's not joke. No, the thing is though, I do. I'm not joking. I'm joking. As a rule of thumb, though, I do always feel like if you aren't comfortable dating someone of your race, something is yeah, not something's right. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is weird. that's strange. You can't actively avoid yeah. your race. That's nuts. Yeah. The only reason I'm I'm being softer in this discussion is because she's explained that like she only grew up around black people. She yeah, only ever meets yeah. black people. But no, she didn't say that. She said that black creators are never into her. Which for me is a completely different thing. I find <laughs> that very hard to believe. Yeah, I'm still going with the class point. I think it's a class thing. So what all black creatives <laughs> have, have, are still eating porridge for breakfast lunch <laughs> dinner. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I feel like maybe that's what she's more comfortable around. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just making excuses for your love. I think you're projecting. <laughs> I think you, if you accept something as your reality before you even walk outside of the door, yeah. that is definitely what's going to come to pass. Like, of course. Prophecy. That's what's happening there. I just find it really hard to believe that any black man, especially black men that are running from, black creators, a lot of them, running <laughs> from proximity to blackness because it will get them ahead in the game. Um. You think they're going to meet a black girl Who's like pop pop pippin, <laughs> and they're gonna say I don't want to go there. That's that's the best of both. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, I don't think for a second that your I don't even like mm. mannerisms are holding you back from dating black men. I just don't believe so. 
at all. And I, yeah, the, the biggest thing is I will, I will continue to urge you to do is just like question yourself as to what do you mean about by black, white mannerisms or whatever mm. mannerisms that you have that are different. And what are you going to do about your black friend, your white friends thinking that you're the exceptional black? Yeah, that's true. That is not. That needs to be dealt with. And I can I just promise you, there's definitely a black guy out there who's been called a coconut and maybe he feels a bit judged for his mannerisms too. Just get with him. You guys should couple up. Yeah, couple and up. make a pair of... <laughs> be the example. Because no, there's actually like, I think, yeah, she's, she's basically saying that she feels different because she's black with like white mannerisms. There's definitely black people, other black people out there who feel the same way. But that's, that's so you can my point your equal. Of- I just I can I will never tap into this white yeah. mannerisms thing. No, no, white mannerisms it's is wrong. Just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's wrong. not. It's like that's that in itself is inherently racist. racist. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so let's just call a spade a spade. You <laughs> should not be walking around thinking, oh, I've you know I've got white mannerisms, so the blacks don't like me. Like that is racist. Yeah. Sorry, it's just kind of hit me. That is mad racist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think even like, even if it's not consciously, like you probably think you're better than... That's exactly what I said. Yeah. There's benefits. Sorry, though. it's taking me like an hour and a bit to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I said this time. Because Sorry, you did. It's the benefits yeah, no, it's, that you're reaping. Definitely make you feel good about that's it. That's not it. And I guess we're all inherently, inherently racist in some There's way. There's a layer of self-hate in all of us. Oh, absolutely. And, and certain environments will bring that out of you. Of course. Like, even going into work, there is still like 10% of me that code switches. Yeah. I like, do. like 10%. Yeah. I don't do it all the way, but 10% of me would, you know. Do you ever let it slip sometimes? You know? The other day, <laughs> no, the other day I was like, oh, I'm going, yeah. Going, yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. But yeah. And I yeah. thought, why did I say that? See, that's, that's uh, 10% is the code switch for me. Okay. And to be honest, the code switch only comes out when I'm. Laughing at their fake, fake laughing at their jokes. Oh, it's when we're doing banter because you're never gonna find my banter funny. Oh, okay. So I will yeah. do your stupid banter with you. That's my <laughs> that's my limit. So yeah, we all it brings it. It is brought out of us. That self hate comes out of us in different environments. If you're in an environment where you're constantly not affirmed mm. for being, I don't know, anything other than like them, you're naturally only ever gonna be like them. So you need to diversify your group. Like you, that's yeah, you should. You must. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should. Where you're with, where you are among friends who are telling you you're the exceptional black, and you're fetishized, um, and you have now gotten to a point that you feel that you have mannerisms that are more desirable mm. by white people. You need more diverse friends. Yeah, you do. And like, I think sometimes the more when you're around other black people, you'll realize that there's certain things that like you don't actually have to be as passionate about. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when you when I've met people. Like who haven't grown up around black people, you suddenly become passionate about like, I don't know, um, your hair or something. Whereas if you're around other black women, they might not discuss it. It's like more about what you do with it, yeah. Rather than yeah. like, oh, I experienced this last year when someone touched. I don't know. It's just it's just different. Like there's more of a there's a lack of conversation, but more of an understanding. If, if that it. makes we sense, we don't need to talk about because we already know. What yeah, it we is. already know what it is. So yeah. it's it's a beautiful. I think yeah, definitely get black. Community friends. is important. Mm. Like having people who you can relate to, who understand you, without you saying explaining everything. Yeah. It must be exhausting even explaining your existence to people, which would explain why, I guess you've now become, like someone who. Is an exceptional black yeah. in their eyes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're never gonna feel great as well because I think sometimes when you're not around your own people, there's just like so. For example, I think at work, like it takes an effort for me to do my hair every day, so I don't do it. 
Mm-hmm. And then I kind of sometimes I feel uncomfortable because I'm like, I actually look like a tramp at work every single day. Mm. But like when I'm around my friends, it's like you kind of know that oh, I'm not going to do my hair because we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, yeah. so you never, yeah, just, just get black friends. Get black friends. <laughs> Even with fetishizing, like don't date white men that fetishize you. Yeah. That is never going to run and work well for you in the long run. Mm. It, it's going to make you feel shit and it's going to start to affect your self-worth. And you don't need that. Yeah. So if the answer is to not date white men so that you're not fetishized, yeah. then do that. Yeah. There are white men that who won't fetishize you, of course. But as a first port of call, like don't date them. Once you meet a white man who's going to fetishize you, just mm. stop. Don't do it. Because it is not good for you. And eventually the privileges that are coming with being the exceptional or whatever or fetishized even there's a part of your mind that enjoys that and those things are going to start to your your, your self-hate is only going to get worse like, yeah yeah and it's yeah. going to make you start treating black people differently like there's even the possibility that maybe black creatives don't like you because you treat them differently yeah that's, <laughs> never that's know. actually a possibility yeah it is interesting to know what industry she's in same um, And then yeah Maybe where she lives as well Because Obviously the black Creative community Is small But it does exist In London that, that's And maybe like elsewhere maybe as she's well she's not from London Yeah Because I was like Black creatives are hard to find They'll like you Where Yeah But it's true Outside of London Might be a whole different yeah. game And like even though There's a small industry We're still kind of Clinging on to each other So this is why we have Like community groups And stuff mm-hmm. like that Like Because even within TV Like I work I'm definitely the minority At mm. work Like that people do exist. TV is particularly bad. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's true. It's like renowned for being yeah. terrible with diversity. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Um, but yeah, get some black friends, love, and all will be well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely the best advice we could ever give you. You need to find some black friends, mm. and I think everything else will fall into place very naturally. And at that point, if you still find that you want to date black men and you're not getting any luck. Then it opens up a whole new book of questions. Mm. Why is that happening? Yeah. And if you actively don't want to date black men in that space, why is that happening? Why like, is that? yeah, it's it's going to be a journey by the sounds of it because I can't imagine growing up around just white people my entire life and how deep rooted all of my confusion would be. It's I just hard. I kind of, I kind of did even as a mixed race person, and it was incredibly difficult, and I still struggle. There's actually still elements of my life where I still struggle around white people because of my proximity. To white people growing up And that was my family mm. And I lived in Hackney Around all black people So it wasn't like My whole life mm-hmm. It was just a part of my life mm. And that's difficult So yeah I can only imagine Being a black girl Growing up around White people the Entire life Entire yeah. life Yeah It would yeah. be a lot It would be an awful lot Let's give you a hug Ah, cuddles all around Yeah And thank you for being so brave as well Like to even submit that yeah. It's not easy It's a really honest Submission And mm. I, that's why I liked it Yeah I liked I, it as well I think there's just so many people That can probably relate to this And I like the topics of conversations That it touches on And and the fact that it, it just ex- exposes that There's no right or wrong answer With a lot mm. of things I think the why Is the only thing we should ever question Yeah But like the what Is like nothing Nothing should matter <laughs> yeah. Do what you want You should be allowed to do what you yeah, want Yeah yeah um, And I am Yeah I just I, I think a lot about like In more recent times Because for me personally I have a real block with dating white men. Mm. And in more recent times, I'm like, I would like to. Because these black men are trying to kill me. So I wish I could just (laughs) unscrew my brain, do up quick Frankenstein and take out whatever it is that's blocking me from being interested in white men. Because life could be easy. Not just white men, just men from other places. Why am I in bondage? What about Mexican men? (laughs) They look black from afar. 
It's not about looking black. It's everything. My my limitation goes as far as black from London. So there's a proper oh, block. Just, that's just self harm at this that's point. That's my man. point. Like, Stop it. I want Stop it. To, I want to remove it. But how? So I'm. Yeah. All these questions are really interesting to me. Like. Why have we gotten here That it's so important To be true to what It's like I'm ripping A postcode at this yeah. point Like Why is it so important It shouldn't be We should just be Allowed to be ourselves Yeah date Do what you like I think you should date Guys from up north Up north Oh I'm open to up They're north. lovely In more recent times If I'm honest That's kind of my ideal Yeah I think they're a lot kinder Than no, London they, guys They are kinder yeah. Yeah. You see that video Of that American girl Complaining about like Black British men In saying Ghana they're sassy. Yeah Mm-hmm. And they all came for her. Mm. Yeah, she's apparently she was being appra- approached in party, saying you're ruining Ghana, you're Whoa. ruining the two December. <laughs> they said you're ruining the two December because the girls are off them now. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, bad vibes. Well, bad vibes. Yeah, maybe up north is best for me. <laughs> That's my ideal. Yeah, we'll go up north. Radio. Um, any live show announcements? Just bear with us. Yeah, the only night live show announcement is pray for us. Pray for us. We will Keep need it. Save the day. Save the day. Or maybe don't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, save the day. <laughs> and keep us in your prayers. It's going to be an amazing night. Yeah. But yeah, you lot are going to need to throw roses on the stage when we finish <laughs> to show, to just show that, you know, you're appreciative of what we went through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't really have anything else to be honest with you. Um, submit your toxic thoughts. This yeah. toxic thought revived me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, send us all of your deepest, darkest guys, all your questions. Please, yeah. Even and thank if you. Silly. Sorry. Um, we got to 200 stars. We did get we our did. 200 We did. Do you know what? Because I forgot to announce. I was kicking myself on holiday. I thought, for fuck's sake. So for my birthday, I actually really wanted 200 stars, but we won like nine. You you did say that. Did I say it? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> No, no one made it happen yeah, they, did, they just didn't give you A birthday wish But they gave it late Maybe they listened late So it's a belated Oh, it's quite hurtful Thank you for the reviews On Spotify Yeah Keep them coming On our Keep polls as well um, And yeah Submit all your toxic thoughts Have a blessed And beautiful week Goodbye Bye, Bye.